0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala, ba, 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 ba. your Thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor, man. Good old humor, man. Yeah. Oh, you're back. Yes. You're back. I know. How does it feel, man?
1: Uh, Feels like... Uh, feels like... um it feels like I'm back in a different country. Yeah? The, the, I mean, I've been away for about a week and a half, but, but I came back and like, wow, it feels like it's winter time here, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, It's amazing. I love it. I love it so much. And every time I think about how it's going to end at some point, it just makes me sad. Mm-hmm.
1: And I I just came from a place that was at sub-zero temperatures, la, which was Korea, Seoul, Korea. Mm. Uh but yeah, even just coming back, I didn't immediately feel that. You know that, that 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 wall of heat that hits you when you're when when you exit the plane from at Changi Airport. And then immediately there's this wall of humidity and heat that hits you, especially if you come from a cold, cold, dry country. And uh yeah, yeah. this time I didn't feel it because it was like, oh shit, it's pretty chilly, man. Uh and then yeah. and then yeah, coming back and feeling like, oh shit, the tiles are like, the tiles on the floor are cold and, and like, there's a strong wind. It just feels like I, I went to a different dimension or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> now I have to check if I'm sweating no, or I sweated. I have to check, no. You have to check, no. Last time the assumption was I was always moist. But why you, why do you need to check that you're sweating? That doesn't make sense, huh? Right? Like, like what? No, because sometimes. Okay, no. Sometimes if you're thinking, okay, you know, you come back home, Uh, do you need to change your... Okay, maybe you can't have a shower immediately. Okay, okay. (laughs) So you're like, okay, so should I hold off? Because last time if I'm sweating a lot, then Mm. I won't change out of the clothes I came back in and I'll go straight for my shower. And if I need to do something in between, I will Mm. carry on with that clothes. I see. But now I come back, I'm like, wait, I didn't sweat. So if I change to the clothes I will eventually wear after the shower, Mm. it's not going to be a big difference. I don't know whether other people do these sort of calculations when they reach home. La.
1: So essentially, you're saying you just don't when if you feel that you didn't sweat, you don't shower, lah.
0: <laughs> no, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say
1: that because <laughs> that's why you're angling towards it. It sounds no, like it.
0: I'm I'm just saying how immediate the shower is or oh, how urgent. Immediately. Yeah. Uh, See, you now. Now I feel like a more breathing room between the coming home uh, and showering. So then I will check whether okay, am I sweating? Have I sweated? And now I was like, oh shit, I did not sweat at all, which is wonderful.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, my, my only point is that <laughs> showering should not be tied to you, whether you feel like you perspired or something. <laughs> it's like you're like that guy who, I'm... oh, I, I feel like I didn't I didn't touch my balls when I went to the urinal, so I don't need to wash my hands. You're like that guy. So he just pees and no, walks no, out. No, no, right, Yeah, you're that guy.
0: <laughs> First of all, why do you need to touch your balls when you go wee? Right, that's a whole different topic. The area. The, the area, second area. thing is, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the second yeah. thing. Is, I'm just saying the urgency of the shower, mm-hmm. the urgency, see, the urgency, and the steps that might need to be taken in between, mm-hmm. la.
1: Yeah, I, I only I only brought that point because that was literally something that I saw quite often uh, while traveling in Korea was that because you're, I think I suspect because we're in a very cold, dry climate, right? Uh, mm. A lot of guys go to the public bathrooms and they choose not to wash their hands. After that. Because you oh, wash because your it's hands. Cold, it? It's cold and then there's no way to dry it, and then your hands hurt because you know soap like dries your skin and everything. So like oh. you like they made a the calculated assumption, hmm, I did eh, not touch eh, eh, eh. I did not touch myself while going to the bathroom this time. So <laughs> I don't need to wash my hands. I'm good. And then they just walk out of the bathroom. And it's like I like <laughs>
0: If you can go to the bathroom without touching yourself, uh as a guy, I mean kudos to you, like you deserve to not wash your hands. That like. sounds wrong. If you can go to the bathroom
1: without touching yourself. Well, yeah. It's uh yeah. So yeah. PSA, please, even in spite of how you feel, please try to take a shower after you come yeah. from outside. Like, just right.
0: to clarify, I'm not saying I don't shower. Yeah. Okay? I sh- I have a healthy shower cycle. Mm. Um, but it's just it's changed a little bit. Mm. Um yeah. What well, what else was going to ask? Oh, yeah. So coming back, uh, uh, onto the podcast. Yes. Um, did, did you feel any, like I was cheating on you when you heard the podcast with Andy or not?
1: No, no, no way. Because I already cheated first, already, right? You know, yeah. It's that kind of, <laughs> that, kind of <laughs> that kind of feeling. It's a one for one kind of thing. So
0: Andy is just feel. a prop. Right? He's just a prop. He's just a
1: prop. He's <laughs> a, <laughs> the, the porthole. No, like, but, but I think it's a, uh, uh well, what I'm very glad to see is that people are, uh, have warmed up to him a lot, like, right? You know, yeah, yeah. I think you and I we were initially kind of worried, oh, you know, what's the dynamic going to be like with guests and everything. But uh yeah, yeah you know, we both with Rishi and and with Andy, uh you know, it was a bit different but people warmed up to it and and they they took away different things compared to what they take away from when you and I do the podcast, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I had a great time with Andy and yeah, in the comments and on Reddit and all. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so so I mean, you can expect to see him and Rishi was traveling, but mm, perhaps mm, at some point in future. Next week, we are also going to have a guest. Yes. Uh, yes. which we will, which we will reveal, uh, in, in due course. Yeah. Like, in due course. yeah
1: closer to the date. Right? But,
0: yeah. But cool. Yes. Shall we? Yes. Shall we, uh, shall we jump uh, the news, into it? the news never stops. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, the news never stops.
1: Uh, but yeah, we do um, want to do,
0: we always have to do our no, shout out, yes. right? Go ahead, man. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I mean, uh, yeah, and, just, as long as this podcast has kept you company throughout these, uh, maybe lonely, maybe cold days through the, the long Chinese New Year holidays and all, uh, please do share it with one other person if you feel like it might, it might help them get through their days a little bit. I was reminded of the, the, you know, there are, I, uh, cause I was taking, uh, Singapore Airlines. I was reminded that, yes, we have, uh, you know, I know that we have members of our audience who are also, uh, frequent travelers, you know, whether working for an airline or something. And this is a big part of their media diet to, to just, you know, get by la, get by when they're lonely and
0: all. How were you reminded? How were you reminded?
1: Uh, just, just, you know, talking to some of them, hearing that the schedules are basically, they fly into a country, they stay one night or two nights and, and they're out of the country before they can even go out and interact and see anything, you know. Mm. Uh, and because it's winter time, there a lot of them are disincentivized to go out and and check out sites. So yeah, they a lot of them just hang out in the hotels and
0: they're not not doing much. Uh, yeah, I see. I see. Mm. Mm. Cool, cool. Yes. Okay. Now jumping straight into it. Um, mm. uh, the first topic of today something that is somewhat international but also deals with Singapore. Mm. Yes. Um, and it is uh, the, a tweet. That went viral because it mentioned another tweet. Mm. Um, and and essentially what happened was January 21st, uh, someone on Twitter who goes by the name Hayden Clarkin, mm. who is also uh, known as the transit guy because he tweets a lot about transport systems around the world. Um, mm. He took a video of the jewel Singapore airport, uh, specifically the fountain, uh, the, the moment that the two trains were passing each other. And the caption was, I'm just in awe of Singapore's airport. Yeah. So that, that itself did decently well. I mean, he's not a, uh, he's got like 90,000 followers, uh, mm. not a small number. Mm. Uh, but that tweet was retweeted by Matt Walsh. Mm. So Matt Walsh, uh, he's, I mean, he's seen as like a, uh, right wing commentator in the US. Mm. Uh, I think mm. I mentioned him briefly on a previous podcast as part of a one shot thing, which was the trailer of his documentary that he did that wanted to question uh, gender la. So mm, mm, mm. so I thought it was an interesting documentary, but he tweeted um, a, with reference to that video, Singapore is able to have nice things in part because they execute drug dealers by hanging and arrest even petty vandals and thieves and beat them with a cane until they bleed. We don't have nice things because we aren't willing to do what is required to maintain them. And <laughs> then boom, that went viral. Uh, I think it itself has like 8,000 8, retweets. It was seen by 14 million people. Mm. And then uh, a debate ensued, Sula. Yeah. A debate. And what was the debate turns? Uh I think the debate was whether,
1: you know, like uh the, the the death penalty and the use of corporal punishment in Singapore is the reason why Singapore, you know, has such, you know, uh beautiful man-made infrastructure around uh. and and, and mm. a lot of his points were were about that. I mean, he made a he made that YouTube video right where where he basically yeah. built on that idea and, and explained why, uh, yeah, why Singapore, you know, being able to, uh, being able to, you know, push through all these draconian uh, laws and draconian penalties for for drug abuse or, or really uh, serious crimes, is the reason why you know um, Singapore is able to so called have nice things, uh. and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's where the a lot of the debate was. Came from like, you know, whether it's from people who uh, know a bit about Singapore or people, even people from Singapore, also commenting. Uh, you know, surprisingly, and a lot of the comments that you see on the YouTube video, the top ones are from people living in Singapore, not just uh, Americans living in Singapore, but Singaporeans. Eh? So it's yeah, pretty yeah. interesting. But so, so I mean, even even uh, what? No, yeah, I was going to ask you uh, what were your immediate thoughts when you when you first heard about all this. All this going on.
0: Uh, I first saw the tweet go viral before he came out with a video like four days ago to like mm. what you say like build on that. But basically, in the tweets, you can imagine it being soup like just two main angles lah. One mm-hmm. is that uh yeah, of course Singapore is great. You know, in in other countries in America and all, there's like crime is uh, rampant and blah 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 blah. And in mm. Singapore, the laws are tough, but it helps them build the shit la. And it there were two echo chambers lah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. The YouTube video is an 18 minute video that he, at, that Matt Walsh has on his YouTube channel. Uh, he has 2.06 million subscribers and as of now it has a, 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 about 101,000 views. Mm. So, mm. uh, and, and it's titled The Reason Why Singapore is Beautiful. And he goes on to say, yeah, like, um, it's not say that, um, the US doesn't have laws. Mm. Uh, it's that they have laws, but they don't, they're not willing to enforce it. Mm. And then he goes on to quote examples in Singapore about, uh, ex non Singaporeans who have, um, like, gone through Singapore and been executed for drug trafficking, mm. uh, and almost non-negotiable. Like, and he says that, that he, he salutes Singapore for being able to impose, uh, the laws that they preach. Mm. Whereas in mm. the US, it's different. So, like, what you said, yeah, even on the comments, right? Like, I'm on the page now and, um, someone, the, the, one of the most liked comments as, as a Singaporean, I applaud your very good explanation of why our laws exist. Um, compared to a lot of Western media who tend to demonize our, our draconian laws. Completely agree. Mm. So, I don't know, like, watching this, as you were reading through the comments and all, right, what yeah. were your own thoughts about what he said, what people were saying, and all? Uh,
1: uh, think, you know? I think it was quite surprising, right? Because I didn't, never expected these worlds to sort of collide. I know people... Um, uh, you know, tourists and everyone who always marvel at Singapore Airlines or Singapore, our airport and all. It's a very it comes from a very like, oh, you know, Singapore's airport is so beautiful. They spend so much money to make this place beautiful. Um but and then Matt Walsh on the other side. Matt Walsh is a uh you know, quite a well-known conservative uh right-wing commentator, right, who's who stoked a lot mm. of controversy in recent years. With his, uh, I think he has a column on, on the Daily Wire and, and, and like
0: you mentioned that show, What, What is a Woman? Right. Um, yeah. And the Daily Wire is the, the, the house by, the media house by Ben Shapiro, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very right wing, very
1: conservative. Uh, Mm. has a lot of conservative hosts and conservative programs on, on, on hand. So, yeah, for those two worlds to suddenly overlap is like, It's like the, you know, the, the, the kind of like, uh, lunar eclipse, right? Where the sun suddenly got a moon in front and then you're like, what the hell's going on? It's like, the, the picture of Changi Zhuo Airport on appearing on the Mad Walsh video is the, one of the last things I would imagine, uh, you know, appearing on my YouTube feed, uh, you know? Because I, I do, I mentally, I do, I do, uh, I think I do subscribe to this channel just because I, I do try to subscribe to both what I think are yeah. left-wing and, and also mm-hmm. right-wing, just to get a sense of what both sides are saying. So to suddenly yeah. see Singapore there, you know, <laughs> and talking when someone's just, when I, when it stems from just a tweet saying how Changi Jewel is very nice, because that's what everyone does, right? Everyone who goes to Jewel at Changi Airport says like, oh, it's like Jurassic Park, so beautiful. Um, yeah. You can, so you to e-
0: imagine if... To equate it imagine, suddenly yeah. to like, wow,
1: our death penalty debate and things like that. Wow. They're just like, it's just one of those like, You're that guy at the party that, 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 you know, everyone's having a good time then you suddenly, hey, what do you think of the death penalty? like, what? That was a part of the discussion, uh, you know?
0: You can imagine if like Chris Hemsworth were to tweet something about Singapore Airport, wow, STB would... Unveil him as like the next ambassador yeah. to you know bring Singapore to a new audience and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Walsh, I don't think STB is gonna go knocking on his door, <laughs> hey, You never know, man. You never yeah. know. <laughs> you he never might know, be huh? invited.
1: He might be invited for a debate at some point. Uh.
0: yeah. <laughs> hey, Singapore Tourism Board, like right wing, right wing in the US, very big, very big, uh, blossoming uh, sector, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that can be the new tourist segment, right? The new <laughs> the new right Singapore. Right wing, yeah, yeah, right like, wing.
1: Con- con- conduct those uh, tours for right wing conservatives, uh, to go and, yeah, they go yeah. and observe. <laughs> Observe the prisons and, and observe, observe our draconianness.
0: <laughs> yeah, speaker's corner and all, and like, yeah, this is how we maintain. Yo, yeah. man's STB. Yeah. Another, another brilliant business idea. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, so, how, how do you,
1: how do you feel when you first heard or saw about this whole thing? Because I know, yeah, like you mentioned, I think you were very fascinated with the what is a woman. Uh, at least the trailer. I don't know if you actually watched the yeah, show. The trailer.
0: You? I haven't watched haven't it. Watched
1: like? it. I, n- neither have I. Because it's behind the paywall and all. But uh, yeah, as in, as in, we. I, I don't subscribe to the Daily Wire, so we can't. Can watch it, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it still seems like quite a very. He seems still seems like a very polarizing figure even to you. So, what do you feel yeah. about it when you first saw this?
0: I mean, I saw it like the the people commenting about Singapore well, to a certain to a certain extent. I will agree that the strict laws in Singapore does contribute to some aspect of Singapore mm. being safe, la. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so, so when the comments, like, Singapore, people saying, oh, you know, I'm from, I'm a Singaporean, or I've been in Singapore for five years, it's the best place to live in the world, mm-hmm. and all that. I mean, I can, I can understand why they, why, like, why they would comment that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it, it then became one of those things that, uh yeah, it's just, it's just one aspect of Singapore that you are kind of using to explain why, oh, the airport is amazing, la. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny because, so for Matt Walsh, uh, like, like you also, I try to listen to commentators from right-wing, left-wing, centrists just mm-hmm. to get an idea. La. And what I found interesting about the What is a Woman documentary was that it dared to question something that even I don't have a full answer for, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched the documentary, but for this one, I felt it was, how do you say uh, a, a little too cherry-picky mm-hmm. uh, for me because... Because, okay, you look at Matt Walsh, right? If you just Google Matt Walsh gun, right? Mm. Um, I mean, he posted something on his Facebook like, uh, 2016. Mm. Uh, mm. that was the first time he got his own gun. And he's always been a big supporter of the Second Amendment, which is mm. the right to bear arms and all this, which, which, I mean, on one hand, he supports the draconian laws in Singapore. But what about the gun control law? You know, so, mm. so it feels like even if he came to Singapore, he would clash with a lot of the things in Singapore. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. So that's why I felt like, oh, okay, that's... I mean, it, it, you, you got to also understand like safety in Singapore is well, definitely not having free-roaming guns is yeah. a big contributor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. It's true. So that's where... I, then you see the YouTube comments, it's just echo chamber on echo chamber on echo chamber, and no one is talking to each other. They're just fighting like 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 crazed nuts. Mm,
1: or just praising him, right? It's like... A yeah, culture praising of him. Praising Singapore, praising him. Uh, yeah, yeah, but the the I guess the the thing is if when you watch the YouTube video, I, I at least mm. for me like I get a sense that uh his entire tweet and everything is born out more of a frustration, out of a frustration of what the situation is on the ground in the U.S. Like, right? Which I mm. I have heard from more than just him, you mm. know, listening to Joe Rogan ranting about why he had to move away from L.A. You know, or even yeah, even like talking to uh, I think when he had Ben Shapiro on his show that Ben Shapiro I think he lives in Florida or something. He talks about how LA is terrible because you know they allow homeless people to to camp on the streets and and you know. but not even commentators are right. Like even I think mutual friends of people from the US that we have spoken to recent years or recent mm, months, mm, mm. they have mm. also indicated that the you know the 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 situation on the ground in the US. Is uh seems to be getting worse in terms of like uh petty crime, in terms of you know feeling safe when just walking around the streets, in terms of like uh you know bringing your kids out and then not discovering, uh syringes or uh, used condom or 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 even like bullets or whatever on the ground, right. Uh, mm. we I've been hearing a lot of anecdotes that that it's been getting a lot worse, especially in the the big cities, right. So yeah. and it seems like there's nothing that anyone can really do to to stop it now, uh. You know, for for various reasons, uh whether it's a political situation or or um, yeah, political deadlock. Huh. So I can sense that frustration that that people have about America. Like they love the you know the civil liberties and and the the idea that you can move to a place and and you know your destiny is in your own hands and everything. As an immigrant, like right? They they really enjoy it. Mm. But the day to day experience of living there can be quite, uh, scary and quite frustrating for people on the ground, right? So, yeah. I, when you watch the video, I, I, actually, I was thinking that it would be an 18 minute expose about like Singapore and all, but actually I felt it was more just about him complaining about how they can't do a lot of things, uh, they can't do a lot of things right in America, la. So I, I wouldn't even mm. say that he's praising Singapore as much as, as, as you know, he's really merely just complaining about America and just using Singapore as a as a what, what's that what's that term uh? the the term where you, the straw man right
0: like, oh, almost straw like a straw
1: man. man argument for the whole
0: thing la. Do you see the video and yeah, what, so, what
1: what do you think of the video when you watched it? La? Uh his video. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, the one thing is that like a lot of these commentators, uh, when you are speaking to the camera alone. They sound super confident, mm, right? Mm. Um, and I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like some of the opinions I share on this podcast also, if I was doing it in front of people who vehemently disagree with me, right? Mm, uh, mm. I might take a different tone, you yeah. know? Uh, I don't think I'm like some hardcore lawyer that, oh, like you push me in a corner, I'll fight back, you know? Mm. No, man. Like this is a safe space, yeah. right? So yeah. the, the reason why I, I said uh, it struck out to me for him is because uh, in somewhere on some chatter online, I read about this recent debate he had with Joe Rogan when mm. Joe Rogan when he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. And as much mm. as I don't listen to Joe Rogan as much as I did as as I did, I went to look up that clip, and they were arguing about marriage like and gay marriage. Mm. Mm. So basically, Matt Walsh, uh, his stance on gay marriage is that it shouldn't be allowed because marriage, the definition can't keep changing like and mm. it's an erosion of society's values and. The point of getting married is to have kids. Mm. So just based on that argument, Joe Rogan was just asking some very logical questions, Like Then, like you know, what about parents? What about people who get married and don't want to have kids? Mm. And the way Matt Walsh responded, right? He totally did not seem as confident as he as he was or as he is on his own channel. Like. Mm. Mm. So yeah, yeah. sometimes, uh, when I watch some of these commentators, like I think their charisma and their their eloquence kind of plays a part in convincing me. Oh, actually, they have a point. Huh? Mm. so it was quite quite heartening to see that. Mm. Um, and then the so heartening to see him
1: being being he sees argument being torn down by Joe Rogan. Is it?
0: No, 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 not so much. I just the arguments being that okay, he's human also, like ah, you know, okay, okay. he also doesn't have like hundred percent conviction on anything. And I think mm. anyone who has hundred percent conviction on anything probably I wouldn't trust that person also, like, mm. You know, if you have if you don't leave any room for doubt. Yeah. So seeing that, I was like, oh, okay, this guy, this guy is human also mm-hmm. But going back to what you were saying about the context of America, I actually think that that's a good point because the mass shootings and the violence in the US just in January alone, right, mm. is fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um I just Googled mass shooting USA because I realized I remember last week there was some said, st- Oh, it's only like three quarters through January and really there's X number of mass shootings and X number of people dead. Mm. Just this past Saturday there was another mass shooting in California. Mm. Yeah. That's right. There were three dead and four injured. And then I think a few days ago they, they released the video of the 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 man who was beaten to death mm. in Memphis. Mm. Yeah. Um so so I guess I guess yeah, like uh like maybe that's why i mean not to justify it but his focus on the laws it is true that the us even as an outsider right you look at it you're like does do rules even matter there Mm, mm, like mm. uh yeah so he he brings up that
1: point right that even even though the death penalty exists in certain states in the us um yeah you, you know as a criminal and knowing your rights and your your civil liberties and everything uh it's a very, very long process for the death penalty to actually be execu- uh executed on, on the criminal, right? Like mm-hmm. they, they have to go through multiple uh levels of appeal, multiple levels of uh uh you know the, the you basically run through the court system. Right? Whereas in Singapore it's yeah. a much more uh it's a much faster uh process. For for better or worse, it's 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 mm. it takes place a lot faster. So he's saying that, that that the deterrence that is meant uh the because death penalty is meant to be a deterrence ultimately. So he's saying mm-hmm. that the deterrence doesn't work in the US case versus Singapore's case. La. Um which mm. you know, I mean okay, fair point, but but you know, the argument of whether it's still a a useful deterrence is uh that's i think there's still a, there's still a lot of literature talking about it right? debating
0: about it yeah yeah and and i think because he touched on the death penalty which in in itself in singapore is a very polarizing topic mm. uh we have had podcasts before where we talk about death penalty for drug traffickers and and yeah like, it's not that clear cut because one thing uh has that is obvious is the people who traffic drugs are not necessarily the people who control the movement of drugs mm. right mm um but i mean on that note uh kristen han who is the singapore activist she also chimed in on twitter mm. just pointing out that um yeah like uh of course we can have nice things because a lot of migrant workers are exploited mm. and that set off the discussion in a whole different path on his own thread uh with with a debate there so i don't know the whole thing i look at it i'm like uh, like oh how i mean if anything matt mm. walsh has gained a lot of new subscribers. Yeah. From Singapore. Yeah, especially from Singapore. Right. Yeah. Especially from Singapore. Or yeah. or maybe countries that, that support Singapore or oh yeah. It just feels like then this whole like him sharing it, it just feels like, ugh, like it's just another one of those arguments where it's not so much about the topic being discussed, it's about the high level view that you're taking. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I know, mean,
1: you know, know Yeah, I think just now you're saying something that is very true. Like, nowadays, um, you know, there's so much nuance in, in a lot of these debates about, about which is the best place in the world to to live, what is the best political system and things like that. So for any hmm. if anyone says something like, oh, Singapore is beautiful because of this of one answer, right? Uh, I think generally it's just too simplistic. Like. There's so many pros and so many cons of living in each country. And I think uh, you know, COVID, especially the whole the last three years are like, really showed you like uh you know even political systems or countries that we thought were super efficient, super clean, super whatever, also had difficulties when it came to came to big medical crises like like uh or even just convincing the population to take a vaccine and things like that. It really exposed a lot of uh flaws in in every country that we thought was, oh, this system is so much better than our system in Singapore and all that, right? And just mm. even for me also just traveling recently to, to actually traveling uh to, to both Japan and Korea. I've kind of come to understand, yeah, la, you know, last time, maybe before COVID, before when I was younger and all that, the, the, the you know, the, the general thinking is that, oh, these countries are so much more, there's so much more culture, it's so much more interesting and all that. But there's actually a lot of, uh, there are pros and cons, are, right, to living in every place. And, and you can't just, uh, extrapolate your one experience from living there for one or two years or, you know, traveling there a few times or what into like thinking that there's, there is the best system uh, which can be transplanted to anywhere else in the world. Uh, and it exists very specifically for one place, for certain reasons and for the demographics, the time where we're in and all. And you can't just, yeah, just say that all oh, this Singapore system works. Let's take it and then use it in the US of a, uh, and, and mm. that will, that will be fine. Uh. So yeah, that's where, yeah, anytime you see these kind of videos with these kind of clickbaity titles, just remember you, you got to be a bit more, uh, careful about it. Uh, yeah.
0: So, on the flight back, you were singing like uh, Marikita uh, and singing your pledge. La. <laughs> no, no, no. When I landed, I stood
1: up and said the pledge. No, but I mean, definitely, there are definitely elements of Singapore that you, you learn to appreciate every time you travel out a bit, la, right? You know?
0: Yeah. I'm yeah. sure I'm sure you felt think, it as well, uh, la, right? In your recent travels. Yeah, definitely, but but I think it's also one of the things that realizing that there's no place that is perfect. Mm. Um, and I mean there are things that okay, Singapore saves. Uh, there's a lot of things in Singapore that uh, Singapore does well. Yeah, but part of this whole podcast is talking about the other side of things, like, You know, mm. and mm. there are things in Singapore which are not ideal. Mm. So, mm. so but that's why it's scary, lah, Because all the people on the in the comments and all. It's just echo chamber on echo chamber. Maybe we should reply with to all those comments with a link to this podcast or something. <laughs> um, just go and like fucking spam, uh, use like AI and shit yeah. to just spam the shit out of it with our link. Of course, that won't work because YouTube uh, will probably block it. But yeah, it's the same old thing. No, just title the video. It's Singapore
1: just, is not a beautiful country. You know, then that will fire, trigger a lot of debates. Um, yeah. But actually one, one, I guess one interesting thing out of this whole... Uh everything I'm seeing on this the debate online and all is that um you know how Singapore like 20 years ago, 30 years ago, we were just a punchline like right. We we're just hmm. a punchline about caning, about chewing gum, about uh, fine city, about littering. Um so it's pretty interesting to see now, you know, 20, 30 years later, the you know, young millennials and, and Gen Z and you know, all um sort of engaging with the idea of Singapore in a very different way, like right. Singapore mm. is a very successful, very beautiful country. Oh, but it has very strict laws on, on freedom of speech and all that. So, yeah, there's really a lot more uh, so-called nuance to the discussion about Singapore compared mm. to what it was when we were younger. I, I don't know, you, you're you old enough to remember the days of like Michael Fay And if you remember when you were, I think when you went to college and everything, the first one of the first five questions people were asked any Singaporean is, I heard you cannot chew gum in Singapore. Is that mm-hmm. true, right? Yeah, or I heard that yeah. you can cane people for littering. Is that true? Um, maybe so, now, maybe now they are like, "Hey, the the first thing I ask you, hey, I heard your airport is really beautiful, man. What's tell me more about it? Maybe that's the first thing. I don't know.
0: <laughs> so basically, there's more, there's more depth to what is a Singaporean now We're not just yeah. one note, one note kind of caricature la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the so,
1: point that where even so, last time the the WWE uh, when they introduced. Uh, extreme Rules matches to WWE, there was a literal mm. cane, a weapon that they would take out called a cane and it was called the Singapore cane.
0: The Singapore cane.
1: <laughs> and they would use it to <laughs> no, you know, so, whack each other on the back. It's pretty funny.
0: So basically, basically, you're saying that America is now at the stage uh, where a lot of people in Singapore grew up, like when they meet their first Indian friend. Mm. Yeah. You know? mm. Right. Mm. Uh when when uh non or oh, you meet your first minority friend you realize, oh they're not all like that. Not yeah. all of them like to eat chili and drink beer. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. they that's the more interesting questions. Stage, questions like, really? yeah. more interesting I mean questions. I'm not gonna lie, right? When yeah. when Matt Walsh said something about Singapore, I did feel a little a little rushed. Like. You like, felt oh. pride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa, someone someone with a with a decent following in, in the US is talking about Singapore? Wow. Singapore. But uh that that was it, lah. Then it ended there. Yeah. So
1: yeah, I, I just yeah, it's just it's just interesting to me how there are so many Singaporeans who are jumping on the comments and just You oh, were surprised oh, that Thank is. you, yeah, thank you for for pointing this out. I love Singapore and all.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised, I'm surprised. You were surprised. I yeah. don't know he um, had such
1: a he had so
0: many viewers in Singapore, la, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think, I think the right the right wing is strong in every country, man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he is one of the faces, la. I also is. found out he's like he's born in 1986, so he's not that old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Why you, yeah. you think he he's very old because of his beard? Because or something. his beard, lies His, his <laughs> beard. I don't know. It, it, like if I had a beard that thick, you would also think I'm older. La.
1: No, I would think you are like some twenty something year old Gen Z. Gen Z, too. I would assume that you have some, yeah, your whole your whole arm will be tattooed as well. Uh, that's my
0: assumption. Oh, uh. the, the sleeve, uh, the <laughs> yeah. sleeve. Tattoos and the uh, sleeve.
1: Yeah, man bun and everything. Yeah.
0: But yeah. yeah, But hairy arms, hairy arms not the most friendly to sleeve tattoos. Uh. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You could shave so everything. If there's, someone do, us, uh. yeah. there's someone between us who should get a sleeve tattoo. It's you. It's me, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Or beard, uh, already a beard, You got cut your hair. Yeah. Please la. There's only so much you can do. La. There's only so much beard, the laws of physics can beard change. Beard transplant. Beard transplant. <laughs> beard transplant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just came here from South Korea. Everyone <laughs> there does like beard transplants. I'm sure. <laughs> For real, la? No, la I don't know. I don't. Usually you know. Harry? No, I didn't see. Oh. I didn't see people with like. You know. You know. The, the, the a very common Koreans, thing eh? in in Korea is I think I saw a lot of uh, ladies with uh, bandages mm. on their noses just eating lunch in mm. the food court. Like it's the most normal thing ever, la. Like to just. You know, so I, just nose had job, my, uh? yeah, I just had a nose job, you know, big deal. I'm just eating a hawker center. Uh, but, but yeah, in, in, I don't think I saw any guys with their, you know, their whole mouth area co- covered up or anything, like, you know.
0: So How you know is a nose job? Maybe it's a mosquito bite?
1: Uh, what do you assume? Yeah and, yeah what la, you yeah assume? I just assume. I'm making assumptions because it's, it's Korea,
0: the land you of... You haven't uh, met uh, enough Korean centuries. people to know that they are not a one-note <laughs> Caricature uh, one note stereotype. No, they not, they're
1: not. They but they have very advanced, uh, you know, skincare, makeup, and, and all these kind of pr- pr- uh, cosmetic procedures. Uh. That's where I extrapolated
0: from. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, okay, okay, like, okay, maybe yeah. my
1: video should be South Korea people are beautiful
0: because of this.
1: And then, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. because And Singaporean, Singaporeans can be more beautiful uh, by adopting those sort of uh, draconian makeup routines. La. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Draconian makeup routines. Mm, draconian makeup routines. But yeah. Cool, man.
1: Cool. And also yes. a, a shout out to uh, our Reddit. Our Reddit. Uh, I think Jungle Jimbo was the one mm. who, who alerted us. La, or at least he put it on the on the subreddit, la, right? So that everyone was also, can also see uh, this cool video one. and the discussion of this oh, video. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Correct, correct,
0: correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jungle Jimbo, man. Research extraordinaire. Mm, that's right. But yeah. Yes, cool. And uh, uh, yeah. but
1: talking about like uh, whether Singapore is beautiful. Uh, there's also a lot of uh, not-so-beautiful behavior lah that we're seeing from people in Singapore, mm. uh, which is related mm.
0: to what we're talking about next. And what is this topic? Uh, it is the case where uh, where the police were called in after mm. a maid and employer got into a physical fight at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and basically, it was first uh, reported to Shinmin Daily. Uh, mm. But there is an article that talked about this case where... Uh, There was a 28-year-old employer with uh, four kids Mm -hmm. and a mother-in-law at home. Uh, She got into a physical fight with her domestic helper and Mm. it was caught on CCTV cameras. Mm, mm. It was caught on CCTV cameras. So, so I mean, just recounting what allegedly happened was uh, it happened in September last year. uh, And they were getting it. They got into an argument around her three-month-old baby's feeding schedule. uh. So, she complained to the agent the agent called the helper and then the helper got um, more more tense and agitated while she was speaking to the agent on the phone. Mm. Then the voice, her voice got louder. Uh, apparently, the children started getting scared. So, the employer asked the maid to lower her voice mm. uh, and then she tried to take the phone away from her and then the helper struck her um, and then they went into a tussle and then Apparently also the helper struck one of the kids, which made the mm. the employer strike the mate back. Yeah. Um and then it became a a police case like because uh I think she called the police, uh mm. and then the helper went out. So so it was just one of those things that that became like, Okay, so uh there's violence, but then there's violence both ways. Mm. mm. There's violence both ways. So it's just I mean I think right now it's being investigated. It didn't blow up uh to occupy the, the mainstream news of Singapore. But yeah. it just was a was an interesting case, like especially because just a few weeks ago we spoke about Dana White slapping mm-hmm. his wife when his wife uh slapped him lah. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So so what made you want to talk about this, uh? uh
1: I think it's a interesting scenario. But but to to just round off what you were saying this out, she, what she has received from the police is a conditional warning for the intention to cause harm. And, and she was told she will face severe consequences if she re-offends in the next 12 months. Um, mm. the helper was also advised by the police on incident, but it did not leave her with any kind of criminal record. So. Oh,
0: so the employer got served the warning.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So I think yeah. she, the employer is the one who bore the brunt of the the criminal offence. and i'm i am just wondering is this article you know was it um was it you know reported by the employer like telling the news about it to tell her side of the story or or you know was it was it the news the newspaper the news uh papers digging it up and and trying to get their side of the both sides of the story because it seems like we're only hearing mainly from the employer la and not so much from the helper mm. side of things, like, right? Uh mm. and, and so the my, my feel is like we we hear a lot of what the employer is complaining about. We hear about we, we see the that there are screenshots of the CCTV footage showing her getting hit and the, the and the helper uh you know like uh tussling with her. So but I'm not hundred percent sure like was the intention of the article was it uh, you know, kick started by the employer herself or did they find it a newsworthy story, lah, Right, because that that would also, uh, affect my perception of how every how things panned out as well,
0: uh, but mm-hmm. what about you? What, I mean, what,
1: what what when you saw this thing, what do you think? Uh?
0: Um, because one of the things that the employer said is, and I quote, mm-hmm. uh, let me see, uh, as a mother, how can I see my child get hit and not do anything? Mm-hmm. Because it's one of those things, right? You know, you, we always told. Um, violence is not the answer to anything. Mm. And mm. if someone hits you, does it mean you have the right to hit them back? Mm. Even though what we were talking about uh, earlier about the, the corporal punishment in Singapore, there's a lot of that. Like, you kill someone, you get killed also, like, mm. right? The death penalty for murderers. Yeah. Um. But in this case, with the fact that the employer hit the helper made it a little more murky for me. Like, uh, mm. I'm like, huh, okay, is, there, is it that straightforward? Like, just because the helper hits your kid, um, should you have the right to help uh, to hurt your kid? La? Or yeah. is it one of those things that you don't blame someone if they do, but it's still not right? Mm, 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 mm. Um. And, and yeah, la, the, the article, there are not too many articles about this. And the original one on Shinmin Daily, uh, as much as I try with Google Translate, uh, I can't get uh, anything that I couldn't get from the other article. La, like, like what you said, like who... Who initiated this article? Was it mm. the news approaching them? I don't think it's the helper. La. Like, the helper yeah. probably has no access to just reach out to the newspaper. Yeah. So, I would assume it's the mom. La. Yeah. I would assume it's the mom. Yeah. So, but so, yeah. It, so, so that was what I thought. I'm like, ah, okay. Uh, is it, is it that clear cut? Like, oh, someone hit your kid. You have every right to hit them back. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, a, it's an interesting discussion, because, uh, uh, yeah, now, now running around, with a toddler in tow, you know, as mm. in, you go out and everything. Mm. Uh, toddlers tend to, yeah, they they don't, they're, they're always testing the boundaries like, right of what they can or can't do. So sometimes they engage in behavior that seems as to us adults like really abhorrent, like, like please don't do that kind of thing. Please don't push. Please don't snatch things from people. Please don't like uh, go out to people and, and say mean things to them. Um, mm. But yeah, if, if someone, as a result of the toddler doing that, if someone... Hits your child and all, I think it's pretty much it's a clear cut like uh, correct me if Thank I'm wrong, you. life people. It's clear cut like can be a police case lah, you know. Uh, it's yeah. it's especially if it's a stranger and and all right. Uh, but in the case when someone is under your employment to take care of your child, and all that's where it's a bit it seems like a bit more of a gray area for me, and I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh, like her reporting it to the police, um, about her hitting the child—is that—is that uh, would that be accepted, like You know, as a as a real crime or something, uh?
0: Oh, because are you saying that when you entrust a domestic helper to take care of your child, mm. um, I mean, not okay. Like some parents uh hit their kids, right? Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying go out there and hit your kid. Yeah, some parents hit their kids, and that's yeah. totally fine, like. It's not against the law if it's Unless if it's not too chalak, right? Mm, yeah. Um. So, if you are entrusting your helper to hit your kids, then are you saying that there might be an additional layer where it's not just a person on the street hitting your kid? Uh,
1: it's your
0: helper hitting yeah, your kid.
1: exactly. Because, I mean, you're not entrusting them to hit your kids. Lah. You're entrusting yeah. <laughs> them to protect your kids from themselves. Because kids can sometimes engage in self-destructive behaviors or so, lah, right?
0: Mm, like going mm. to put their hands
1: into a to random like electrical plugs or sockets and all and and then kind of the only way that you would stop them from repeat, repeatedly doing something might be you know one of the causes of action is to use uh try to discipline them like right mm. so you know we we don't know how this parent in particular has instructed them the helper that that's how you should to deal with the kids. But, uh, I think the moment she strikes the helper, right, or she hit the strike, the helper herself, when there's an adult on an adult, la, right, then it's mm. much more, it's much more clear cut that, uh, that, that it's, uh, there's intention to cause, to cause hurt, la, to cause harm, la, right? Um, mm. and, and then that's where, you know, whoever did it first, whether she, she slapped you first or you slapped her back or what, uh, I think it's less of a discussion really. The, the, the bigger thing is, you know, she's under your employment. She doesn't have, uh, you know. She, she has. There are certain protections for her, like Being under your employment or so, And and one of it is that you cannot, you cannot strike her or anything like that, lah. And and mm. and uh, if she strikes you, I think then you ter- quickly terminate her or, or report her to police and then and, and leave it as that. But don't strike back and, and or or you know uh, or do anything additional on top of that to to get your point across, lah. Yeah. Mm. That's, so, so that's oh, why so I felt think- like. Yeah. Like this article, or at least this, this statement, like right, by the parent that's saying, like, oh, you know, if she's striking my kids. How can I not? How can I not strike back and all that? Uh, there's a little bit of like, yeah, tugging at the the heartstrings side of, side of things to try and get sympathy for for her cause, like right? How can I see my child get hit mm. and not do anything? Because there's a lot behind whether the decision whether to hit your child, whether to hit a child or to, or how you discipline your children and things like that, right? And it's not so mm. clear cut, like, exactly what was going on. And in fact, just reading the sequence of events, she's not, also not 100% sure what the helper was running into, running into do or what, right? She, she said mm. that the helper was running to, towards the children or grabbing the children or something like that. So, it's not 100% sure what exactly was happening, right? so. Yeah, maybe rather than hitting her, maybe she should have just grabbed her or something. like. Then it also, it wouldn't be so clear cut, like, right?
0: But, but I mean, she did say that after she tried to grab the phone, there was a tussle. Um. Oh, and that's when the employer said, yeah, the helpers slapped her. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I mean, yeah, so I guess the more you dig, this is one of those articles where it was enough to make the news of like one or two papers, but it just leaves you with a lot of questions. Because like, like what you said, Conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy theory, silver hat coming on. If I was in a position where I hit, uh, uh my helper, I'm like, oh fuck, I shouldn't have done that. Mm. What is the best thing to do? Is to tell your side of the story first, la. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's right. Ooh, ooh, that's a conspiracy, conspiracy. I'm not saying it's true, but because the thing is, there's also CCTV footage. Mm. Uh, and the article does show the time where the helper allegedly Hit the child and the helper being pulled away by the employer. La. Mm, mm, so, mm. so, so, but basically what you're saying is that because there's an employer employee relationship and it's two, one adult hitting another adult, mm. uh, it is, it's more clear cut that, okay, that was meant to, to be something that, that to cause harm, to cause pain. La, to, yeah. To you can't to do that. La.
1: You can't do that as an employer la, for sure, la, right? You can't hit, you, <laughs> you can't hit your, your employee even though she's your you know she's living with you in your house and everything. There's no no right for that. Mm. In fact, if anything you have power to to send her away. You know, if you, you if you feel that she's a danger to your kids and all that, you have more than enough power to send her away to even, you know, deny her deny her like uh reentry into the place and, and all that, right? Mm. Uh you mm. you you have much more power so to speak in that way. And that's so, where you need to be very careful about then then in that case like the the you know the if you're trying to change public perception of of what you did right um, it still it still feels uh, I mean the helper also you we need to hear her side of the story but it still feels like there's a definite power imbalance there right you can what are the other conditions that cause the helper to be so stressed right that's the big question about it lah right? mm, yeah
0: mm-mm. and I mean the helper was only there for three months mm. right. Um, hmm. Huh, huh. Yeah. But, but I mean, so also you're not saying that she has the, she, I mean, I think it's one of the things that if a parent were to see someone hitting their child, I, I don't know how I would react. I don't have a child, mm. but I can imagine myself getting so pissed off that I would want to hit that person as well. Uh, um, which, which people might be able to understand, but legally it's still not right. Uh yes because violence is never the answer right yes. violence is never the answer yeah wah wah uh, yeah the best wah 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 is,
1: yeah I mean but the, this is in this is what I'm just seeing in theory like, in that, that yeah you lah know, maybe you should try It, it can it's straight away a police case like, Right, if someone hits your child uh,
0: but what of, is what outside. is the rules what's the rules of hitting children you're not you're not supposed to like, it's assault like, right even like a like a like a pat on the hand or something. A pat on the bum bum.
1: Uh, uh pat on the bum bum. That one's a bit more dangerous, like right? Pat on the hand.
0: Um I I guess Why depends lah.
1: On? what is the kid doing? What's the kid doing? You know?
0: Just being an asshole. Or?
1: Yeah, but what's he doing? Like is he stealing something? Is he hurting you? Is he like punching you? Like you is don't he... wanna to go to bed. You don't want to go to bed on time. Yeah, then you come in, in as a stranger and you whack them, you, you can't, you can't whack them. Not stranger, not stranger. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> not stranger. No, la. Fuck you, like, you think, what, on weekends, I just go around <laughs>
1: my, you my go mistake. to neighbor's house. If <laughs> <laughs> you're not sleeping, <laughs> and then you slap them. <laughs>
0: just stick my hand through the corridor window. I'm just, hey, we're going to sleep, like, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, no, but as a parent, mm. are there mm. any laws that, that kind of, like, mandate that you cannot, you cannot hit your, I'm, I'm guessing there's a threshold, lah. There's mm. a threshold beyond which you're like, yo, this is criminal oh yeah 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 Buddhist. once yeah
1: once the kid once it gets to a point where it's uh yeah the kid is being harmed physically i would say yeah mm. like, like like you know there there have been very 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 horrible cases of child abuse from parents uh, from young parents uh, on the news recently um mm. yeah, and it goes even deeper than hitting it's it's even you know scalding and and, and things like that right. So mm. yeah, it can get very nasty, and then, I mean, that's where there's no law against it, but that's where it can be a uh, it, it's quite hard to draw a line about what is discipline and what is uh is just plain abuse, right? And that's where mm. it's quite uh, mm. it's very hard, la. It's not parenting or deciding what to do as a parent is not easy, but but that's where I think, but I think the line is very clear that when it's a stranger, there's no there's no right for any stranger to discipline your children for you, unless. Okay, like maybe your your teacher or whatever. But even in schools these days it's very, very you, you can't do any of that. You can't you can't like lay your hands on children or anything anymore. Like how they used to in, in, in the good old days, uh, like for us. <laughs> yeah, like, <you> know? <laughs>
0: like all of us yeah, who've yeah, been yeah. handled by our teachers. What was your in what was your school?
1: what's the normal thing for you in school last time, uh, in terms of like uh punishment? Feather or, duster on the
0: hand. Feather, feather, feather duster, duster on the hand.
1: Caning uh, caning basically.
0: Caning uh, yeah, 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 right. yeah,
1: yeah, I was also was just yeah, it's straight out not even feather duster, just they literally were those canes that you buy from the shops and the teacher oh, will always have one in their, in their bag or their briefcase. <laughs> the or one, one like. The one with
0: a little little hook, the in, little the end, hook like in the, the exactly, exactly. Like the Christmas cane. Uh, Christmas
1: cane. Yeah, and then it's, it's literally like, oh, you didn't do your homework today. Okay, uh, like two two strokes on the hand for you. That kind of thing, uh, you know.
0: No, and also like pulling ears, hitting on the head. Mm, mm, uh, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, say yeah. slapping okay. on the face, yeah. but slapping on the head, slapping on the back. Uh, yeah, um, bing, bing.
1: Yeah, being caught by the shoulders or the the collar and being slammed into the one of those metal cupboards—that has happened. That, I've also seen that before.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I bet now if like kids watch that, it's probably like watching a horror movie. Eh. <laughs> You're like, what? This has to be fiction. This cannot be real. Yeah. yeah this yeah. cannot be real. <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, I I do you look back at that like, oh yeah, that forged me as as a man, and that's why. What well, do, do you do? You feel that way?
0: I mean, I wouldn't say forged, but I look back at it, I'm like, okay lah. There were. It was clear what you could and could not do, mm. and there's a certain l- lines you do not cross, lah. Which mm. I do feel, I do feel has has shaped me in some way, la. I can't say, oh, you know, that time in primary two when the teacher, uh, beat me with the feather duster, it really made me the man I am today. But yeah. I think collectively, lah, collectively that sort of enforcement, I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a tough thing to say yes or no, lah, la, yeah. because I don't know, to a certain extent, I think it toughens you up. Yeah. And it and it lets you know at that age where things don't need to be that complicated. Okay, there are things mm. that are bad, there are things that are good. Mm. So you, you're saying that you?
1: you're say, what you're saying essentially <laughs> is that Singapore can have nice things because we
0: cane our children. Uh. Exactly. Yeah. It was a very conscious decision why we chose these two topics. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You want nice things when you grow up, death penalty. You want nice things when you're young, cane. Very simple. Yeah. Very simple and your life as a parent will be super simple. No, you know, I, it's I, like happy meal. Yeah. Caning is like the happy meal of, of of death penalty.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's true, it's true. Is that, that I think uh, last time the just understanding the exchange rate, the currency of of the number of strokes of the cane you'll get for whatever punishment, whatever you, bet you do, that right. Like yeah. uh you really fuck up belly, then you get you know, you go on stage, get caned by the principal in front of everyone. Uh you don't do so badly, you still get caned in class, but you know, you, you get it, the 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 scale of the caning differs and, and so it was it was much more black and white understanding of what you can <laughs> yeah, yeah, or couldn't what... do last time, la, right? Which which I won't do. <laughs> Doesn't matter
0: what you feel. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter what the fuck happened. <laughs> yeah,
1: you fucked up and, and you got caned and that kind of thing. La. Um But there were always sometimes there were always uh instances where I felt like um you know, just uh, you can it, it, because it's, it was so normal to just cane children or whatever. There were certain instances where it did go overboard, like in the sense that uh, the punishment was not proportionate to whatever the crime was, like, Right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, I think I remember one time a classmate of mine uh, who was a good friend at the point of time as Well, like after our exams, our teacher wanted to to make us sit down and do some. You know, you know that period after exams when everyone's just. You just sit around oh, in class yeah, and there's yeah. nothing to do and, and you just yeah. sort of, the teacher comes in and you all just do some fun thing or watch some video or whatever. Instead, yeah, the teacher yeah, wanted yeah. to do some more assessments, uh, after the exam. And then what everyone the was, f- yeah, everyone was just protesting like, what the hell? Then, then, you know, one of my, yeah, one of my classmates just ran up to, right next to the teacher. I was like, but you know, the other class, they they got to watch a video or whatever, and the teacher just grabbed the that assessment book that he wanted us to do, just grabbed it from the table, and just slapped the kid across the face with it, like a <laughs> thick book, like a thick book, And then how and old? Then, how old were you? How old? Primary, Probably five, primary six, thereabouts. Yeah. And so uh. it's that one of those super humiliating slapped to the face, but and slapped with a book some more, So it's probably also very painful, like, You know, and then the teacher was like, um he shouted to my friend, was like, uh, the other class do, then you must do. man. The other class jump off a building, then you must jump off. Man. Then, and then, <laughs> and then my classmate turned around and said, you want me to jump? I jump. And then he ran up to the, the top floor, the top floor toilet and locked himself in there for the rest of the day. Like, right. And then, uh, there yeah, like, are school teachers and the teachers and form teacher and other, other people had to be called in to help to cajole him to get out of the, of the, of the chemical, like. So, uh-huh. um, yeah I would say that yeah it was easier to understand the the you know the the kind of extent of what kind of punishment you receive and and the, there was a certain like exchange rate like right like I mentioned mm. uh but sometimes it's it's very easy to go overboard with the punishments or, or with the reactions the emotional reactions to things like right, and that's mm. what I feel maybe our whole generation was not trained for because for us we were just reacting to. Reacting to the stick, la, right, as opposed to thinking for ourselves about what uh what's the best thing to do la, right what's the how's mm, the best mm. way to react in situations so maybe as a whole generation or as you know uh or maybe this generation emotionally they're much more uh in tune with with what they need how they should deal with people and all that's yeah.
0: a theory I mean, just a theory yeah i mean I mean. Because the thing is, I'm not advocating that, oh, violence when I was young was a good thing. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I would be a very different person if, like, uh, not many people got slapped and caned uh, when we were younger. Mm. I have no mm. idea. Uh, but I think, yeah, like, uh, I also don't don't think it's a wholehearted, oh, no, you should not. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's not that clear cut for me. But, but, um, but because now also you look, there's all the theories of how, um, the 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 younger generation, there are the two two sides of the coin lah of mm. being more emotionally in tune Everyone having a voice, so I don't know, man. That's where it gets complicated. That's why I was wondering for this case. There's one thing about like uh someone else um like the hierarchy of violence la, Like mm. who can you hit? When can you hit? What can you hit? Yeah. So it's just I don't know, and yeah, it's just it's just a wide open debate lah because the the article is not very conclusive.
1: Yeah. No, but, but I mean, there's no, there's no who can you hit. There's no rules of engagement <laughs> for when can you hit your <laughs> helper, right? It's like, to me, it's like, if you, if it's unclear, just don't hit your helper. Just call the police if anything, like, right? Or change your, change yeah, your, yeah. there's no, like, there's no situation where it's okay for you to hit <laughs> your domestic helper. Let's just be very clear. It's, it's not like the purse
0: equivalent, huh? Yeah. Every third Sunday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m., you can hit. <laughs> and one to two, they can hit you, yeah, and yeah, after yeah. that, no more hitting. You yeah, know, no more hitting.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's also been some like very very bad cases of domestic helper abuse, like, right? In in Singapore yeah. recently, so yeah. yeah, there's this. I think that mentality of like she hit me first, so I can hit her back. That thing has to has to stop, like. her yeah. And and, and uh, you know, uh, it starts at the you know with how you deal with your kids as well, though. That's the that's the truth, uh, like, right? How your kids understand. The concept of violence and hitting and everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, I I would say, yeah, in that sense,
1: sorry, just to add, I would say, in that sense, she also never thought about it that way, right? It's quite clear she didn't think about it that way that her kids watching how she reacts to the helper also will affect how they think about violence in the future, right? Uh, Yeah. About, about, yeah, Yeah. what, you know, hitting people who, you know, who live in, and work with you and take care of you and things like that. It's it's a for a child. It's a very formative kind of thing that when something so traumatic happens to you as well, right? Yeah, yeah. But also, it's probably it was probably a very
0: emotional time, right? Correct, correct, correct.
1: Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's what totally. that's why a lot of modern I think a lot of modern parenting uh, encourages the parent to step away or, or you know take step away from a very emotional situation as much as you can. Because mm. you want to, well, the one thing you really want to teach your child is to how to regulate their emotions properly, Uh, mm-hmm. and not show that, you know, blowing your top is, is okay, you know, is acceptable and all that. Uh, in fact, it's just understanding that you can be very upset, you can be very angry, but this storm will pass and, and you, and you'll be better equipped to deal with the problems when the storm has passed. Uh. So mm-hmm. maybe in that sense, this parent, I think, could have exemplified that. By, by, you know, not engaging with the helper first or what, uh, you know, and, 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 uh, not, not saying forcefully locking her in a, a locker or anything like that, but just like, you know, trying to get everyone to calm down and, and do a timeout first before engaging further, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it sounds, it sounds like a situation where she was trying to shout over what the helper to ask her to quiet, to keep quiet and things like that, as opposed to, you know, trying to separate them
0: from the child and everything, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, la, complicated, la, complicated, complicated. Cause, complicated. Because, yeah, in that moment to have that sort of clarity, wow. Well, so, no, it's uh, very hard, it's yeah. very hard. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. very hard. i, I admit it's, as it's a parent, house, yeah. it's very hard, it's very hard to, I mean, for us also regulating our emotions, is not easy, right? But, and you're trying to teach like young kids or what to, to do that and uh, it's very hard. La. So, uh, hopefully, hopefully, with more literature, with more understanding of, of uh, child psychology as well, uh, everyone also
0: improves the way that they they engage with children. Yeah, but then you know too much. Like uh, mm. like my me there's there's this state that I go into uh, mm. which my wife terms the Daimaru moment la. Uh, 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 because when we first went to Japan, I remember walking to Daimaru. Yeah. and we wanted to decide lunch.
1: Yeah, and yeah. because
0: there's unlimited options, right? Mm. I'm like, okay, I I get a little paralyzed la. Mm. So so now I feel paralysis. Like That's analysis right. la. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm a browser. La. I need to just mm. browse everything. So, I can imagine as a parent now where you have so much info. Mm. I don't know, man. Like, uh, like then then is having that much info also a good thing? Because then you're back to square one. Like, you can't tell right from wrong what you should do, what you should not do. So, mm. I don't know, man. I don't know. So, so shout out to all the parents out there, man. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, just... That's where you just lay down some rules. Uh. There's Some certain rules that you have to... To go by, don't hit lah, don't hit people. No, I was gonna say no more than five tabs open at any point of time. Whenever you're doing research, hey, hey. things like that. Hey, if it wasn't for
0: my tabs, ah, <laughs> uh, if it wasn't for my tabs, you think we would such have such accurate uh context setting or not? Huh? Even now, wait, let me see. I have about two, four, six, eight. And 12, 14, 14. We will have a
1: lot less, uh, 20, <laughs> long pauses like this in the podcast where people can't see that you're doing something. Like, we will have a lot The flow, open. the flow yeah, would be you know, a lot more,
0: lot faster. I know ex- it's fucking flowing, okay? It's, this thing is flowy as fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah. and, and I know exactly what tab, uh, there's a chronology, there's a sequence. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, even like as we talk about the next thing, I already know what I'm going to say because it's open in another tab. It's, it's open in another tab. Yeah yeah. It's a, yeah, yeah. When we have to justify
1: that everything's flowing, <laughs> you know that there's a, there's a deeper, the deeper problem. It's
0: la. flowing. Yeah. Okay. It's
1: flowing. Yeah. But yeah. So, no, no. I think that a, isn't, yeah. Yeah, but back to, to your point, it's true. Yeah. It's, it's very tough. And, but that's why sometimes just having blanket rules, okay, like no, no hitting or no violence and all that is helpful. La, where you just, mm. okay, you have to react to something and you cannot okay. use violence, right, to react to it. That's, that's mm-hmm. the rule, uh. and, and that's what you want to teach children. Don't, don't, don't be violent, uh, you know? And, don't and, be this, violent. and right. how, how you deal with it after that, uh, starts on the base of you don't use violence, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Correct. But yes, let cool, us know cool, cool. if you, if you guys agree, or disagree, because, uh, yeah, the, my perspective is just from me, from my own parenting experience, uh, but, uh, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe we're the snowflakes, uh, maybe other people have. Have uh, different opinions about this. Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. But yes, but cool. Uh, it's yes. been a while. Has there been a one it's show a comment while. that has uh, that has made you excited?
0: Uh, I mean, the one comment on the latest podcast with uh, Andy. Uh, mm. I mean, aside mm. from uh, all the people saying they really enjoyed uh, having Andy there, uh, Internet Lurker ninety six they uh, they they responded to my one show thing about. Um like HBO killing it Because I think mm, I mm. mentioned that. Oh now it feels like HBO, every show that comes out uh, is great. Because Andy's one show thing was the last Last of Us. Mm. So us, yeah. I said, Oh yeah, there's Last of Us, there's House of Dragon, it feels like wow, every show coming out. So Internet Lurker just pointed out that um one of HBO's latest shows, Velma, has actually attracted a lot of controversy because of the storyline mm. and the absence of Scooby Doo in the show. So so it's Basically the point is that HBO is not all sunshine and rainbows, lah. So mm. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Because in my mind I was like, wow, shit. In the streaming wars, HBO feels like they are they are claiming back the throne, lah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it's I thought true. that was quite interesting, lah. Mm. Um I I, uh, I had not heard of Elma yet. So that's another thing, yeah. Just I seen just, uh, I, saw, I saw something on saw, the internet
1: about it, lah, but I haven't I haven't followed up that, that closely yet. Well how it's too woke, is it? Hmm Yeah, and it's trying to be everything to or uh, trying to be everything to everyone that even both the right and the left
0: side, they both hate it Pissed right? off. Uh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so that was my one short comment. What mm. were you, man? Uh actually it's also from the same
1: comments on the podcast from uh mm. Homegirl Flyer. Uh mm. literally saying that I did not know of any Chen until he started appearing Yalla but have to admit I found the first few appearances so-so uh, including NFT with bubble tea until the previous episode where he had a short but poignant heart-to-heart dead on dead with Terence. I was moved by how respected and understated that moment was la. and then mm. subsequently saying that the episode uh, that Andy recorded with you was, was an absolute ruckus enjoyed the banter and how Harish kept trying to steer Andy to his gutter mind only to be called out time and time again <laughs> I laughed aloud so many times within the hour I'm a fan of Andy Chen now wow, if there's no, like, better uh, evidence that, you know, like, we are influencers, lah. you know, this is, yeah. this is it. Lah. <laughs> yeah. We've influenced her I think, to become a, I, you know, him or
0: her, homegirl flyer, I'm assuming it's a girl, right, to yeah. Yeah, be a big fan of Andy An- Channel. Andy was joking about us paying him to come on a podcast. I'm like, hey, Andy, you should fucking pay <laughs> us. <laughs> you, know? you know how much it's we exactly. are we are propping you up or not amongst yeah, all yeah, these yeah. people. Uh, granted, like I, I, I think many people in Singapore know Andy. But for those who don't, yeah, mm. we are introducing you to a new audience. Andy. Yeah, huge so, audience. So be grateful, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. So that's interesting. Yep. Okay, and then what? Uh, yes. What is your one show thing, man?
1: Uh, my one show thing actually very related to your what you are saying. The one show comment is uh, hmm. I finally caved and got HBO. Uh, hmm. Because yeah, because of Last of Us, because of. Uh, a lot of different shows House that I've been Dragon. wanting to watch. So I was just waiting for that. I know House of Dragons obviously was something I wanted to watch, but I was just waiting for one more one more show to like just get me over the line. Uh. And uh, yeah, Last of Us seems like seems like it law. So I just caved into it to to subscribe to HBO Go. And uh, I've been watching House of Dragons. House of the Dragon. I was it House of Dragons, mm. yeah.
0: House of and Dragons. Uh, House of the Dragons of sounds Dragons. like some Lunar New Year show than
1: like that. <laughs> <laughs> Chinese New Year's show, yeah. The <laughs> no, House of, House of the Dragons, yes. And, uh, yeah. House I mean, of I, Dragons. Oh, sorry. House of Dragons. House of Dragons. House of the Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like Bruce Lee. Yeah. Movie. But yeah, House of Dragons. It's, uh, yeah. And it's pretty awesome. Uh, pretty, pretty welcome return to form for Game of Thrones since, uh, mm. 2017, 20, 20, 2018, when the, I think season five or six was the last good one, right? Yeah. Have you mm. seen it?
0: No, I haven't yet. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it's really good. I've heard it's really good.
1: Yeah, and, and, and I, I, I love it that, yeah, like, it's, it's, uh, it's very suitable for this woke generation, but they don't shy away from the stuff that, that people would be like, oh, this is so cancelable and everything, like, you know, the, the kind of content. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. They've done mm. it, they've done it a very, I think they've trodden down that path that, uh, that, that is a very good balance between the two sides, uh, yeah.
0: Mm, mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, I think I'm going to cave soon also, uh. yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh I mean I started watching Inventing Anna on Netflix and that's fucking great, but it's not my one show thing.
1: Mm. Oh Inventing yeah. Anna. That's um, one uh, of Anna Philadelphia. Oh okay, okay, okay. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's pretty yeah. it's pretty interesting, yeah.
0: It's insane. Yeah. yeah. But
1: a- anything more about your one show thing? No, no, no. Uh I don't want to spoil it for you since you haven't seen it. But yeah, in case in case anybody's still on the fence about HBO, Go,
0: House of Dragons is worth it. yeah Cool. Okay. Uh my my one shock thing is, is, I mean, it's shock in some sense, but not so shock in many senses. But I thought it's just mm. um interesting. Like, Have you heard of, uh, okay, so you know now there's so much chatter about AI, right? To the point mm. that I'm getting sick of it. La. But mm. at the same time, I'm also trying to think that, okay, it feels like this is not going to go away. And mm. I do want to let it like percolate and simmer in my head about, how it could impact the things we do or what people are talking about and how it could change 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 things. Um, yeah. The one thing that I've always found as a barrier is that if people are interested in it, there's there's so much chatter. But if you're not, I can imagine you being out of the out of the chatter because all this stuff about AI, copy, AI, generative content, and all it might not be applicable to everyone. But recently mm. there was something that got launched that I feel like, oh fuck. If you don't feel this like this like uh making you think oh ai is gonna be a part of our lives mm. uh, is this thing called NVIDIA eye contact. Have you mm. have you have you heard of it? No, no, not yet. So so NVIDIA is this um software that makes uh chips like gaming chips, right? mm mm-hmm. Right. Uh like like uh I think visual display cards and all. And yeah. they yeah. released this software called NVIDIA eye contact which mm. basically if you have the plugin on your computer and if you're doing a video call Mm. It, <laughs> you can look off screen, but mm. the AI corrects it to make it look like you're looking at camera. Mm. So you can have eye contact the whole time, even though mm. you're looking off screen. Okay. And that freaked the shit out of me. Um, because I don't know, like, uh, that's why I say it's one show thing, but also not one show thing. Mm. Uh, because it is freaky, but at the same time, it's something that if you watch that and you don't feel like, oh, maybe, maybe I should. I should start just being aware of what's happening in that space because it's like, you know, when, when, when Facebook and YouTube were coming up in the, in the orbit and I can imagine people thinking, Oh, but I have my TV. Why the hell would I watch online video? Just mm. feels like, okay, uh, maybe it's time to just start being aware of what's happening because you don't want to be, be just faced with a tsunami of shit without, without, uh, just being aware. La. And I don't know. You watch the video. It's such a simple technology, but it's just freaky. La. It's freaky. Mm. So is it similar to the, yeah.
1: the kind of eye tracking that goes on when you use an AR headset,
0: for example, the MetaQuest or something like that? I'm sure, I'm sure there's eye tracking, but because in real time, right, But like mm. let's say you're on a Zoom call, it will yeah. correct uh, your eye contact. Mm. So see, see. can you imagine like you can be watching a show, watching this, and it still looks like you're on camera and it's done in real time. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you can imagine it, it doesn't sound like much of a stretch because a lot of the TikTok and Instagram filters, they already amend your appearance in real time, right? So this yeah, is just yeah. a plugin for your computer. But I'm like, oh shit, I saw it. I'm like, oh, uh, there, there is there is a a good amount of like AI and machine learning there. So, and once you go down the rabbit hole, right, it'll be never ending. But just maybe, maybe if you haven't been caring, maybe it's time to just take a bit of notice that mm. it is not going to go away, I think. Yeah, yeah. All that the mm-hmm. chat about ChatGPT and, and chat everything ChatGPT well. three, yeah.
1: I feel like every every YouTuber has to make a video about ChatGPT right now. It's like the trending mm. thing to do. Like if you are a tech yeah, YouTuber yeah. and you're not doing a video on ChatGPT, you're gonna you're gonna fall behind.
0: Actually, yeah. you know, I'm gonna play around and just ask you some questions about Yala, because I have an account, mm-hmm. I got in before they closed it. Um yeah. So yeah, are they maybe closed. Just ask it, it too. Yeah, they they limited. I don't think anyone can sign up now. Oh really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I yeah. thought I thought
1: it was, I thought I it was meant to be a service that a free service like Google uh, I think you know the and they founder... Pay, they use advertising and everything to make money. I think
0: the founder said something about how they were going to close it to do the next major update to mm. ChatGPT 4 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know whether it's back open or not but uh, as of like maybe 2 weeks ago it was closed for a brief moment. La. Yeah.
1: Cuz of course I signed up for it and I tried to use it to like like do what one of the tech YouTubers is like, cook up an itinerary for my travel to, you know, Japan mm. or Korea. And um, uh it it just, no, nothing came out. La. It just was processing forever and nothing happened. La. You know? Oh, is it? Yeah. So I was like, oh, you know, yeah, welcome to technology, all that promise. And and all I get is a loading screen. Is it? Yeah. Dude, I just logged in. <laughs> so I don't know. I just Maybe because I'm skeptical, then they, the AI already knows that I'm, I'll just be like, you know, uh, it's not worth spending its time on me. So it goes for yeah. more pliable, more pliable minds.
0: Uh. Oh, is it? No, 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 I think it feels you're too close-minded to be open to this kind of new technology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Closing on my
1: tabs right now as we speak so that the AI doesn't find out. Yeah.
0: Cool, man. Awesome. But cool. Awesome. Cool. We are back. Going to uh, I'm gonna carry on with the the three episodes a week. So, yeah. so thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. See you soon.